The Holy Spirit of God who lives in each believer leads the children of God in the works of God. And he leads us through giving us dreams, visions, and words sent directly to our mind. How do I know? I know because anything we can read in the New Testament Bible that was done with the early church, we can have the same thing happen to us or a similar thing as God leads us as today's church. So I prove all things by can I see examples of this in the New Testament Bible. And if I can, I know it can happen today. Of course, God will do what he wants to today. But it gives me faith when I see it in the New Testament Bible. Sometimes, as he wills, God also sends an angel to deliver a message to us in the New Testament church. God sent the Apostle Paul the following message by an angel. There was a danger. Paul and the men aboard a ship might perish in a storm. Paul said to them, Acts 27, verse 22. And now I re exhort you to be a good cheer. For there shall be no loss of any man's life among you, but of the ship. For there stood by me this night the angel of God, whose I am and whom I serve, saying, Fear not, Paul, thou must be brought before Caesar. And lo, God hath given thee all them that sail with thee. Wherefore, sirs, be of good cheer, for I believe God that it shall be even as it was told me. On the night of January 10th, 1980, I believe an angel of God was sent to deliver a message to me. I was asleep in the night, and I was awakened by a very loud, powerful trumpet-like sound. And the voice said three words, Hartford, Seattle, KWJS. I wrote the word, the word KWJS down on a notepad because I didn't want to get those letters mixed up. Sounded to me like it was call letters to either radio or television. It turned out when I looked it up, it was a radio station. And as a result, I said to God, are you telling me to go on radio? I wouldn't know how to do that. And instantly I heard, call 
the radio station manager. So that same morning, I called the radio station manager at KWJS. I told him that God might be leading me to go on radio, and I said to him, how would you do that? He said, make an audition tape 29 and a half minutes long, send it to me, and if you fit our programming, we will offer you a contract. As soon as I finished the phone call, I got my tape recorder and kitchen timer and made a tape 29 and a half minutes long and sent it to the radio station manager. He called me within a matter of two or three days and offered me a contract. I was broadcasting exhortations to the church on radio on KWJS within about five days. I believe that was an angel speaking that message. Within a year, I was on radio from coast to coast, basically Hartford to Seattle and places in between, exhorting the church in the things of God. So I believe I have heard a message from God by way of an angel, as Paul did. So I'm just saying to you that in the last days, at the end times, if we are on the earth or you are on the earth, you're really going to need all of these gifts of the Holy Spirit because the time will get so bad, Jesus says, no flesh would be saved except the days were made shorter. And because of that, the days will be shortened. Reading from Matthew 24. Jesus says, starting at verse 12, And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. I believe that means the love of many for the word of God will wax cold and they will fall away. Verse 13, but he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. And one way we endure is by making a habit of reading the Word of God, stay in the Word of God, do the Word of God. That's the only thing strong enough for the problems that are going to come upon this earth. Prayer and the Word of God. Verse 21, For then shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, no, nor ever shall be. And except those days should be shortened, there should be no flesh saved, but for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. As you read books like the book of Acts, 
of the early church, the Acts of the Apostles, the way God worked with them and the miracles performed to get them out of prison and out of the things that were so difficult. Please pay attention. Build your faith that God can use on your behalf an angel and certainly a dream. I've been led by many dreams. The Holy Spirit speaking to us directly to our mind by bringing a thought to us. An angel of the Lord could be sent to help us. But your faith in knowing this can happen to help you in the New Testament church today might end up being critical for you. So read the New Testament Bible. Pay attention to the way God sent help to those written about in the New Testament Bible. Because if God used it for the New Testament church to help them, we have sufficient grounds to believe that he can use the same type of thing to help us at the end time. When you read the book of Acts and you see the examples of the New Testament church, who was fighting the apostles? Who gave them the most trouble? It was the Jews of the synagogue because the apostles were bringing in a new covenant message and the old covenant was going to be done away with. It's very difficult to have any tradition removed from families. And now, all of a sudden, everything is different. In the Old Testament, they sacrificed animals and the blood of the animal appeased God for the sin. But now Jesus Christ has already come, paid for our sins by his own blood, and the people like Paul and Peter had to go into the synagogues, the Jewish synagogues, to give this message that, We're saved by Jesus, not by our works. That would be a very, very difficult thing to deliver. Today, who is our enemy? Who will give us the trouble today? It's the churches who have fallen away from Scripture and have set up other doctrines in their churches These are the churches of the end time, the churches of the apostasy. And they bring doctrines which are of Antichrist into the churches. It was at the threshold when Paul was still on the earth, when he spoke in Acts 20 to the elders at Ephesus, Paul said, I know some of you among these elders right here sitting here today 
are just waiting for an opportunity where you can bring perverse things into the church. Paraphrasing. But at the end time, the greatest problem are the churches that say Jesus is Lord, but they will not follow Jesus the Word, the Holy Scriptures. That's the end time problem, is Antichrist working in the New Testament church. The early church problem with the Jews in the synagogues The end-time problems are the churches that have fallen away from Scripture and set up other doctrines in the churches. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 3 and 4, Paul says, Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day of the Lord shall not come except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. The falling away of the churches from the scriptures brings the spirit of Antichrist into today's churches before the return of Jesus. Verse 4, Who opposeth and exalteth himself, above all that is called God or that is worshipped, so that he, as God, sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. When the Apostle John spoke to his church group, and it's recorded for us in 1 John Chapter 2, verse 18. He told about Antichrist, and he said, There are already many Antichrists that have come into our group. They come in and they leave because we are the real church, basically. And that proves that it's the end time, even. With the Apostle John, it was the end time. See, a day in the sight of the Lord is as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. So time is not the same to God as it is to us. In the sight of God, it had only been a day or so since Jesus was crucified. By his time, we see it as 2,000 years today. But a day in the sight of the Lord is a 1,000 years and a 1,000 years as a day. And that explains why the time situation seems so strange when you read the Bible. The apostles and even Jesus said, I come quickly. And then it's been 2,000 years. But that scripture, and that is in 2 Peter chapter 3, where it says, A day in the sight of the Lord is as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. If you read that, you can see 
where the mix-up is today about time. Antichrist comes into the churches, changes the doctrine away from the New Testament Bible to approve people as they commit sins and to draw large numbers to the church. Verse 4, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, Who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he, as God, sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. In 1982, I was reading this section of Scripture in 2 Thessalonians 2. And God said to me, the falling away are not people leaving the churches. The falling away are the churches leaving the scriptures. The problem of today's churches is falling away from scriptures and setting up other doctrines opposite to Christ, anti-Christ. This had to happen before Jesus returns. When Jesus returns, he will destroy the apostate churches of Antichrist. Antichrist is a spirit, like the devil is a spirit, operating in many people, not just one person. Antichrist is a spirit operating in many people. If you will read 1 John chapter 4, verse 3, you will see John speaking of a spirit of Antichrist. And in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, you will see that with the coming of Jesus, Antichrist will be destroyed. And the Antichrist churches will be destroyed. Start at verse 8, 2 Thessalonians 2. And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Verse 10, And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And for this cause God shall send them strong delusion, that they should believe a lie, because they wouldn't heed the truth of the scriptures. They did another doctrine and preferred that doctrine. So God brought them a strong delusion, that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believed not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Today they love their church 
more than they love the word of God, the Holy Scriptures. That is the end-time apostasy. There was a woman, a Church of Christ woman, and I showed her some scripture, which is exactly opposite to what the Church of Christ was doing. And the woman read the scripture. And she said to me, Well, I'm just going to go ahead and stay with our tradition. Ignoring the scripture. See, that is the problem. They won't give up their churches and their traditions. And they will cling to their churches and their traditions. And that will cause their delusion. For God will send them a strong delusion if that's their choice. And that will cause their destruction at the end of this world. You must pay close attention to the New Testament scriptures. Follow those scriptures in as much as you are able to see how to do it. Thank you for allowing me to speak this with you today.